Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, one man car. My name is Jesse Romero. My partner, Ruben Nava, is out doing apostolic work. Welcome to the show. You're going to love today's show. I'm going to give an overview on a group that's growing here in the United States of America called the Temple of Satan. Uh, we dealt with them over the weekend, 300 Catholics here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm going to give you a little bit of their background, a little overview of them. But before we do, let me just mention that we are in the month of February. In the month of February, it's known as the month of the Holy Family. Last month, as you recall, in the Catholic Church, we celebrated the month of the Holy Name of Jesus. <clears throat> and in February, we turned to the, to the entire Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the special devotion which proposes the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph as the model of virtue of all Christian households began in the 17th century. The way I end my prayers in the morning and in the evening, I will end my prayers by saying, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save souls. Let me share today's psalm for today at Holy Mass. The psalm for today is Psalm 34. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. And by the way, this doesn't necessarily mean you're homeless and you have no money, you're destitute. It could be that. But more than that, it means somebody who's poor of spirit, which means they realize how much they need God. They realize how much, how much uh, they lack. In other words, it doesn't matter how much school you have, how much money you have, how much uh, investments you have, how much real estate you have. Somebody who's poor in spirit realizes that I may have a lot of creature comforts, but without God, I'm nothing. I'm absolutely nothing. That's what it means to be poor in spirit. So a rich person financially could be poor in spirit, realizing, man, I need God more than I need my next breath of air. I need God more than I need my next glass of water. So, Today's psalm was, The Lord hears the cry of the poor. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear me and be glad. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol His name. I sought the Lord, and He answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to Him, that you may be radiant with joy, and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, <clears throat> the Lord heard, and from all, from all his distress, he saved him. Alleluia, alleluia. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. Alleluia, alleluia. Okay. Let's get busy with today's uh, show. I think a lot of you are going to be... Well, I'm sure a lot of people are curious as to... This group called the Temple of Satan that came over here to Scottsdale, Arizona to do their first satanic conference. What do we know about them? The satanic temple is not to be confused with the Church of Satan. They're two different satanic denominations. 
And they kind of take jabs at each other. They criticize each other. The spokesperson, the spokesperson for the Satanic Temple. By the way, let me do a uh, St. Michael before we we start talking about this. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of his cross and his blood, we bind up the power of any evil spirits and command them not to block our radio program, our technology. We bind up the powers of the air, earth, water, fire, the netherworld, and the satanic forces of nature. We break any curses, hexes, or spells sent against us and declare them null and void in Jesus' name. We break the assignments of any spirit sent against us and send them to Jesus to deal with them as he wills. Lord, we ask you to bless our enemies by sending your Holy Spirit to lead them to repentance and conversion. Furthermore, we bind any and all interaction in the world of evil spirits as it affects us today in our radio show and our apostolate. We ask for the protection of the shed blood of Jesus Christ over our radio equipment, microphones, myself and VMPR. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. And send your angels, especially St. Michael the Archangel, to help us in this battle. We ask you to guide us in our radio program, in our prayers. Share with us your Holy Spirit's power and compassion. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> I want to talk about the Temple of Satan. I'm wearing my St. Benedict's medal, my, my miraculous medal, my brown scapular. And we cover ourselves with the precious blood of Jesus. Virgin Most Powerful, pray for us and protect us. So... The Satanic Temple, who was here this week in Scottsdale, Arizona, their spokesperson is Lucian Greaves. The headquarters of the Satanic Temple, it's in Salem, Massachusetts. It was started in 2012. And uh, as I I said, uh, the founder is Lucian Greaves. The Satanic Temple... They consider themselves a non-theistic religious and human rights group. They're based here in the U.S. They have chapters in Canada, Australia, and the United Kingdom. And the group uses satanic imagery to promote egalitarianism, social justice, and the separation of church and state. Notice. Notice what the satanic temple pushes. They push uh, Freemasonic principles. They promote... uh, a progressive liberal thought, and they pr- promote Marxism. Their, the Satanic Temple, their mission, according to them, is, quote, to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, close quote. The organization, they utilize satire, they, they utilize theatrical ploys, uh, apparently they u- utilize humor, And also they utilized legal action in their public campaigns to generate attention and and prompt people to reevaluate their fears and perceptions. And uh, they try to, according to them, highlight religious hypocrisy and encroachment on religious freedom. Obviously, they go after Christians, both Catholics and Protestants. The Satanic Temple, the organization's participation in public affairs, 
includes political actions as well as lobbying efforts with a focus, according to them, on exposing Christian privilege when it interferes with personal religious freedom. The group regards inviolability of the body as the key doctrine. It also views all restrictions on abortion, including mandatory waiting periods, as an infringement on the rights of Satanists to practice their religion. The Satanic Temple does not believe in a supernatural Satan, according to them. Instead, they believe in a mythical or the literary Satan as a metaphor to promote pragmatic skepticism among, amongst their members. They say they believe in rational reciprocity, personal autonomy, and curiosity. So for the Satanic Temple, Satan is used as a symbol representing the eternal rebel against arbitrary authority and social norms. So they say that they like uh, the Satanic symbol because, again, it represents this anti-authority against the establishment. Now, I think they're liars. In fact, I know they're liars. Why would you call yourself the Satanic Temple if you don't believe in Satan? Okay? Why would you call yourself a Christian if you don't believe in Christ? Why would you, why would you call yourself a Buddhist if you don't believe in the teachings of the Buddha? They're liars. The Satanic Temple and their, uh, their propaganda, they're pathological liars like their father, Satan, who our Lord warned us is a liar in John chapter 8, verse 44. And the Satanists, by, by saying, oh yeah, we don't believe in Satan, we just use, use him as a metaphor. They're also deceivers, just like the devil is a deceiver, as he's called in Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. So the Satanic temple, they'll tell you, no, we're just rational Darwinian, you know, we appeal to science, we're just rational thinkers, we don't believe in, in, in this myth of Satan. Right. Yeah, you believe that? They say they don't believe in Satan with both fingers crossed behind their back. Okay? If you believe the members of the Satanic Temple don't believe in Satan, then, I don't know, you may need to have your head examined. And I'm saying that nicely. <clears throat> these guys, these Satanists, don't believe in the Ten Commandments, so they don't believe in the Eighth Commandment, Thou shalt not lie. It's not an issue to them. The Eighth Commandment is not an issue to Satanists. Thou shalt not lie. They'll look at you right in the face because they're trying to gain a foothold in society and become normal. So they'll say, oh, we don't believe in Satan. He's just a mythical representative of our, of our movement. Remember, they don't believe in thou shalt not lie, the Eighth Commandment. These Satanists are about as honest and truthful as a communist dictator or a Muslim terrorist. So, the co-founders Greaves and Jerry, they met back in 2012, and the Satanic Temple became active January 2013. We'll continue. Jesus 911, Jesse Romero, One Man Car. Talk about this group that seems to be growing in our country, the Satanic Temple. Stick around. <clears throat> Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, one-man car. Today, by the way, in the Catholic Church, we celebrate the seven holy founders of the Servite Order. They're also known as the, uh, the, the Servite Fathers. The Order of the Servants of the Blessed Virgin Mary, or the Servites, grew out of the experiences of seven young men from Florence, Italy, who were meeting together under the patronage of the Blessed Mother. They called themselves Laudesi, the ones who praise. They desired a deeper life of penance and prayer, and they first settled in a house outside Florence, and then in 1233, they established a church and hermitage at Monte Senado. They sought personal sanctity and preached devotion to Mary, Servite houses were soon founded in Italy, France, and Germany. Ecclesiastical approval for the order was given in 1304. And now we have a, a devotion that they've taught us, a Marian devotion that we pray. So we'll go back and talking about the Satanic Temple. <clears throat> the New York Times says that one of the co-founders, Malcolm Jerry, stated that the idea of starting a Satanic faith-based organization was first conceived to meet all the Bush administration's criteria for receiving funds. The idea was inspired by then-President George Bush, his formation of the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. Of course, Bush meant that for Christians and Jews and probably Muslims, I'm guessing. Didn't intend it for Satanists, but the Satanists using the legal system in this country and and having been recognized uh, by the IRS, they jumped in the bandwagon and they've now moved into the political sphere. The Satanic Temple opened its official headquarters in Salem, Massachusetts several years ago. <clears throat> On April 25th, 2019, the Satanic Temple announced that it had received tax-exempt status from the IRS. Now they're classified as a quote-unquote church or a convention or association of churches. It appears that now is a time in which, uh, and this is from this is from their co-founder, Lucian Greaves. Here's what he said as a result of of using again the Bush administration uh, that uh, that formation of the White House Office of Faith Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. Co-founder Lucian Greaves he said, as a result of that, once they gained their tax exempt status, he said the following quote. It appears now that that it appears that now is a time in which a more principled stand is to meet our our opponents on equal footing. So notice he considers Christianity the opponent, so as to balance as best we can what has been a frighteningly asymmetrical battle. As the religious are increasingly gaining ground as a privileged class. We must not ensure that this, or we must ensure that this privilege is is available to all, says the Satanist Lucian Greaves, and that superstition doesn't gain exclusive rights over non-theistic religions or non-belief. With the religio-political landscape suddenly so grotesquely deformed from what we previously recognized, it seems reasonable that non-believers should adjust their language accordingly and insist that atheistic and secular nonprofits 
advancing a distinct religious opinion and or opinion upon religion are themselves rightful beneficiaries of religious tax exemption as well. So Lucian Greaves considers Christianity the enemy. He says that Christians have been, uh, we've been engaged in an asymmetrical battle. And, and he's, he's right about one thing. Life on earth is a battle. That's what the Bible says in Job chapter 7, verse 1. And the Catechism does says, from the very beginning of time, we've been in dour combat against Satan. So I would agree with him in that regard. When the Temple of Satan got their, their non-profit status, Lucian Greaves stated the following. He said this, quote, In light of theocratic assaults upon the separation of church and state and the legislative effort to establish a codified place of privilege for one religious viewpoint, we feel that accepting religious tax exemption rather than renouncing in protest can help us to better assert our claims to equal access and exemption while laying to rest any suspicion that we don't meet the qualifications of a true religions, a religious organization. Lucian Grieve says, Satanism is here to stay, close quote. <clears throat> well, it's always been here. It's not just because he said that. And it'll be here until the second coming of Christ. But I got news for Lucian Greaves. Uh, Satanism has an expiration date. In case uh, he probably doesn't know that. Yep. The Temple of Satan, the Church of Satan, Satan himself has an expiration date. It's in Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. Just read when our Lord Jesus Christ comes back. He's going to throw the devil, the beast. And the false prophet, he's going to throw them into the lake of fire where they will be tortured day and night forever and ever. So uh, he's, he's right in one instance. Satan is here to stay until the second coming of Christ. Then he's gone. Because we already know how the game ends. He loses big time. The mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage, they say, benevolence and empathy amongst all people and reject tyrannical authority. And when they say reject tyrannical authority, guess who they, who they mean? They mean the Roman Catholic Church. Okay? That's, that's who their primary target is. The Roman Catholic Church and probably Christianity in general. When they say, when, when the Temple of Saints says that they oppose injustice, they mean they mean that they oppose uh, they, they oppose the pro-lifers because for them uh, being pro-life is unjust to those who want to have an abortion. So that's what they mean by they oppose injustice. They also oppose natural marriage, Christian marriage, because Christian marriage does not support homosexual marriage. And they believe they believe that if you don't support homosexual, so-called homosexual marriage, that that's injustice. The Satanic Temple has publicly confronted hate groups. That's what they say. And when they mean, when they say that we confront hate groups, they mean they they mean the pro-life movement in front of abortion clinics. That's what the, that's exactly what they mean. So when they say we. We publicly confront hate groups. They mean the pro-life movement in front of 
abortion mills. That's what they mean. The Satanic Temple also says that they've applied for equal representation when religious installations are placed on public property. What do they mean by that? They mean that when Christians put up a nativity, they want to put up a Satanic nativity set right next to it. That's exactly what they mean. They don't they don't build up anything. They tear down. Or they try to imitate what, what, what Christianity is already doing. When we promote virtue, they promote vice. The Satanic Temple also says that they've provided religious exemption and legal exemption and legal protection against laws that unscientifically restrict women's reproductive autonomy. So what do they mean by that? They mean that they fight against pro-life legislation any, po- any chance that they have. That's what they mean. The Temple of Satan, their mission statement, they say they, they, they try to expose harmful pseudoscientific practitioners in mental health care. What does that mean? It means they're against Catholic reparative therapy for homosexuals as was started by Dr. Joseph Nicolosi. Everything that we try to promote as Catholic Christians, which is good, beautiful, and true, the Temple of Satan opposes. Another mission of the Temple of Satan is to organize clubs alongside other religious, uh, other religious groups after school clubs in schools. They say that are full of proselytizing organizations. So what do they mean by that? They mean that Christianity has an influence on public schools, which, which it doesn't, by the way. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe he's living back in 1955 or something. Christianity has no influence on public schools. But the Temple of Satan believes that they do. So, they want to place Satanists, adult Satanists, in public schools after school to chaperone your kid and set up a Satanic after-school program in public schools. And, you know, give them some, uh, especially for the young people, some Satanic coloring books. So, the Satanic Temple has seven tenets. Seven fundamental tenets. Five of them are objectionable to we could agree with. Again, based on just natural law, even a broken clock is correct twice a day. Uh, satanic temple, pr- a fundamental tenet number two. They, they, they say, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. So what do they mean by that? The Satanic Temple means that social justice, which is a code word for communism and the Great Reset and globalism, is something that they promote, something that they're behind. Number three of the seven fundamental tenets of the Satanic Temple, they say one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Well, as a Catholic Christian, the Word of God says that our bodies belong to the Lord. Satanists disagree. That's why, since our bodies belong to the Lord, a woman should not kill a baby that's inside her body who's another human being. And that's why also the act of sodomy is reprehensible because not only what it does to the soul, but also what it does to the body. It damages the body. There's, there's, there's all kinds of medical complications as a result of putting the wrong body parts in other, in other areas that they don't belong. Point number four of the, of the fourth tenet of the satanic temple. They say 
the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another, is to forgo one's own. So, notice, these Satanists are using our own constitutional protections to advance an evil ideology that was cooked up by Satan himself. They're trying to become relevant in the public square and in public discourse. Point number five of the Satanic uh, Fundamentals. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. So notice, they're pitting uh, science against faith. This is a false dichotomy because all truth comes from God. But these people don't believe in science. You know why? Everybody this weekend had to wear a mask uh, in the Satanic Temple. Every Or you couldn't go into the Satanic Temple. All the Satanists were forced to wear a mask. And all the Satanists were, were forced to prove that they'd taken the double jab and the booster. They don't believe in science. They believe in ideology. Jesus 911. My name is Jesse Romero. We'll continue talking about the Temple of Satan. Don't go anywhere. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 18 and 19. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to the wicked from his wicked way, in order to save his life, the wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you will have saved your life. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. That's why 300 Catholics were there over the weekend at SatanCon in Scottsdale, Arizona, because we were praying and we were trying to tell the wicked man to change from their evil way. We were also there because the spiritual works of mercy tell us in paragraph 2447 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we are called to instruct and advise the ignorant. And yes, the Satanists need instruction on the gospel of Jesus Christ because they are ignorant of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the Bible is very clear in Ephesians 5.11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. That's exactly what we did through this peaceful prayer rally. We were exposing the darkness of the Satanic Temple. The Satanic Temple has seven fundamental tenets. Tenet number seven of the Satanic Temple is this, quote, Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Notice what this means. This is a direct attack on the Holy Bible and on sacred tradition. Uh, the seventh tenet of the, of the Satanic Temple, this means that they're calling you to follow your own spirit. Follow your own malformed conscience above and beyond the Word of God. And in other words, don't pay attention to the Word of God. Don't pay attention to sacred tradition. Follow your own malformed secular humanist conscience. That's what they promote. There's individual chapters of the Temple of Satan. They hold gatherings with rituals and activities designed as a counterpoint 
to religious orthodoxy and archaic traditions. For example, participants in Detroit held a gathering that included dance music. Now think about a satanic dance music. I have no doubt, I'm positive, that uh, much much of, of that evening, it looked... It looked like uh, the dance before the golden calf where the Israelites were naked and engaged in an orgy. The, uh, the different chapters of Satanists, uh, the Detroit chapter of the Church of Satan, or the Temple of Satan, excuse me, they also have a porn room. A porn room. Uh, how is that going to build virtue and goodness and beauty and truth in society? Uh, surprisingly, they also have, in the in the Detroit Temple of Satan, they also have a wine. They had a wine ceremony not too long ago, involving three naked participants. They also have what's called a project known as the Gray Faction. The Gray Faction is a project of the Satanic Temple, with the goal of exposing what they call malpractice and pseudoscience associated with Satanic ritual abuse conspiracy theories what they call conspiracy theories, satanic ritual abuse is real and it's dangerous. So the Great Faction Project for the Temple of Satan, they protest medical conferences, they initiate legal action and petition medical boards. Uh, the the Great Faction has protested conferences held by the International Society for the Study of Trauma and Disassociation. In other words, the Temple of Satan, they want to discredit any psychiatrist psychologists, or exorcists that determines their patient is a victim of satanic ritual abuse. In other words, they want to discredit the ministry of exorcism in the Catholic Church through this project called Gray Faction. They're also into prayer in public schools. As I've told you before, the Satanic Temple first gained media attention back in January 2013 after a group of Satanists assembled at the Florida State Capitol to show their approval over a bill that Governor Rick Scott signed into law the prior year, Senate Bill 98, which allowed student-led prayer at school assemblies. The group further stated that as the bill did not specify a religion, the prayers could be led by a student from any religion, including Satanism. So the Temple of Satan members announced that they were coming out to say how happy they, how happy they were because now our satanic children could pray to Satan in schools. So let's not fool ourselves, church, family of God. The temple of Satan's goal is to come after our youth through indoctrination during their school, you know, during school in their formative years. Because I can tell you up until 1961, before the prayer was banned by the Supreme Court, American students prayed to God in homeroom. It was a generic prayer that Catholics, Protestants, and Jews could pray together, even Muslims. Uh, there's an organization called ExploringHomeschooling.com. ExploringHomeschooling.com. They post this startling study that says children who believe in Jesus, uh, homeschooling children who are taught about Jesus, 94% of them will believe in Jesus for the rest of their life. Kids that go to public school that start off believing in Jesus 
only 15% of them will believe in Jesus for the rest of their life. Well, if you start inserting satanic prayer and satanic after-school programs into public schools, I can tell you that that number 15% will believe in Jesus. That number is going to diminish. Less people will believe in Jesus that are going into public schools. In July 2013, the Satanic Temple held a pink mass over the grave of Catherine Johnston, the mother of Westboro Baptist uh, Church founder and pastor Fred Phelps. So the pink mass, they called it, was held after the Westboro Baptist Church announced their intention to picket the funerals of the victims of the Boston Marathon bombing. The pink mass was officiated by Lucian Greaves, founder of the Temple of Satan, and it consisted of two gay men kissing over uh, over Catherine Johnston's grave while Lucian Greaves touched the tombstone with his genitals and chanted an incantation intended to curse and change the deceased person, Catherine Johnston's sexual orientation. <laughs> kind of like the, the Mormons think that they could uh, baptize the dead after they're dead and change their religious, their religious uh, preference. All I could tell you is this is sick. This guy, Lucian Greaves, is sick. He's perverted. He's vile. What kind of demented mind would even think of desecrating a dead person's grave? But guess what? This is common with Satanists. Grave robberies, grave desecrations. Just ask ask any law enforcement or anybody who works for the coroner's office. So, shortly after Fred Phelps, the pastor and founder of Westboro Baptist Church, shortly after his death on March uh, 2014, the Satanic Temple expressed interest in holding a similar ceremony for the church founder, Fred Phelps. Uh, I, I don't know if they ended up doing it. They probably didn't want a lot of public attention, so they probably did it quietly. Who knows? But they're also, the Satanic Temple also believes in the blessing of same-sex marriages that's allowed in the Satanic Temple. Which reminds me of the words of Sister Lucia, uh, the last visionary of Our Lady of Fatima, who died uh, several decades ago. She said in 1980, she said, the final attack from Satan would be against marriage and the family. The final attack from Satan would be against marriage and the family. We're seeing it right now. In May 2014, the Satanic Temple scheduled a black mass to be held at Harvard University campus, sponsored by the Harvard Extension Cultural Studies Club. The event was forced to relocate off campus due to significant opposition by Roman Catholic faithful in the Archdiocese of Boston and school administrators. Kudos to those Catholics. They did exactly what we did here in Scottsdale, Arizona. God bless them. Also, a monumental bronze sculpture depicting Baphomet, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. Go to the foot of the cross that Jesus Christ may do with you as he wills. This uh, goat-headed, angel-winged occult idol was crowdfunded in 2014 and unveiled the following year. The statue has figured prominently in challenges regarding the display of the Ten Commandments at the state capitals of both Oklahoma and Arkansas. By the way, 
Baphomet, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. He's the fifth general under Satan. He's the, he's the demon of child sacrifice, which is modern-day abortion. When Roe versus Wade was passed and delivered, it delivered Americans into the hands of Baphomet, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. What else does the Satanic Temple want to do? They've also launched the sata- uh, a project for children. In 2014, the Protect Children Project, <laughs> which they say it aims to offer First Amendment protection to support children who may be at risk for being subjected to mental or physical abuse in school by teachers and administrators through the use of solitary confinement. By the way, that's what hell is. Restraints and corporal punishment. The Protect Children's Project website asked participants to print out pre-written letters to send to their respective school boards on a day designated as Protect Children Day as a form of as a form of protest. In March 2017, the Satanic Temple launched an anti-spanking campaign against corporal punishment as part of Protect Children Project. So do Satanists really protect children? We'll talk about that. Jesus 911, stick around. You don't want to miss what's coming up next. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, Jesse Romero's one-man car. Lord, prepare my hands for battle and my fingers for war. Psalm 144, verse 1, a psalm that we should all live by. Lord, prepare my hands for battle. And my fingers for war, Psalm 144, verse 1. We're talking about who the Satanic Temple is. They came over the weekend and they had a failed conference in Scottsdale, Arizona because of 300 peaceful, prayerful Catholic uh, Catholics assembled in prayer for nine hours, three hours from 12 to 3, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, Thanks be to God, our presence, and the presence of also hundreds of other Protestants who were praying in opposite, opposite ends of the street, projecting prayers in their direction, uh, I have no doubt there's going to be massive conversions, massive people in that conference who receive the grace of conversion and salvation. And I have no doubt also that our prayers uh, undermined and uh, sabotage their conference. So what is it that the Satanic Temple believes in? They launched a project back in 2014 called the Project Pro, Protect Children Project. Uh, we're there saying that you know we want to protect uh, children from mental or physical abuse. That's complete hypocrisy. Why? The Satanic Temple advocates for the killing of unborn children, and also they want to brainwash children with after-school Satanic literature to make them God-rejecting, God-hating, secular humanists. And they call, they, you know what they call pro-lifers like you and me? Fetal idolaters. 
baby worshipers, fetal idolaters, which means they say that we worship babies. And so don't be fooled for a second that they want to protect children. Yep, they want to train kids to be God-hating, God-rejecting, secular humanists. Also, on August 2015, the Detroit chapter of the Satanic Temple held a counter-protest outside of the Ferndale Planned Parenthood location in response to pro-life groups that were planning to pray in front of Planned Parenthood on that same day. And so as part of the, as part of the protest, the Satanic Temple held a guerrilla theater performance that included two men dressed as clergy pouring milk on kneeling actresses. This was not the first protest of this type that the, the Satanic Temple had held in the support of the organization as they had previously held in 2013 protests where they brought children to the Texas State Capitol and they began chanting the F word and hail Satan while holding signs that read, that read stay out of my mommy's uh, reproductive system. On April 2016, members of the Satanic Temple of, of Detroit, they protested the Citizens for a, for a Pro-Life Society's uh, protest of Planned Parenthood. And the temple members, they dressed in bondage, fetish clothing, baby clothes, wearing baby masks and diapers while engaging in flagellation. The Satanic Temple said that the reason for the protest was to expose the, the anti-choice protest as an act of fetal idolatry, highlighting the fetishization and abstraction of the baby. So notice, anywhere the battle with these people is in front of the abortion clinics. That's where they go. All of all of this, all of these demonst- all of this demonstrates is that uh, is that the satanic temple. They're nothing but a they're nothing but the paramilitary boots on the ground organization for the Democrat Party. Absolutely. Yep. I'll say it again. All this demonstrates is that the satanic temple are the paramilitary boots on the ground organization for the Democrat Party, comparable to what the German brown shirts were for the Nazis. Also, the temple's Los Angeles chapter also protested the canonization of Father Junipero Serra by Pope Francis, and in October 2015, they held a ceremony where they demonized the saint, Junipero Serra stating that Serra helped enslave thousands of Native Americans and that he also led the Spanish Inquisition in his territories, trying residents of the missions for the crimes of sorcery, witchcraft, and devil worship. Well, guess what? The Temple of Satan aligns itself with Antifa and Black Lives Matter in their hatred of anything Catholic. On June 2016, the temple performed a ritual. They performed a, a pentagram ritual around the California city of Lanc- Lanc- uh, Lancaster in Los Angeles County to support California State Senate candidate Steve Hill, who hoped to be the first Satanic Temple member elected to public office. So in California, you have a Satanist running for a Democrat political office in California 
they, they also did a half-hearted consecration of the city of Lancaster. But thanks be to God, once again, the faithful Catholics and Protestants were out there by the hundreds praying and standing in opposition to this cult. We've already talked about the rafter school programs that are being sponsored by the Satanic Temple all over the country. This, the after-school programs were created in 2016 as an alternative to Christian-based after-school groups called the Good News Club. Generally, Protestants set up these Bible reading clubs in public schools right after the public school program, right after public school is done. Mormons do the same thing. God bless them. We as Catholics should be doing the same thing as well. Maybe we could learn something from our evangelical Protestant brothers and Mormons. But I remind you that in 1961 and 1962, the U.S. Supreme Court abolished, uh, they abolished prayer in public school and Bible reading in public school. So now, you know, 40 or 50 years later, now in 2022, the Satanists are trying to fill the vacuum with their after-school program. They sense the public schools are soft targets, and now is the time is the time for for the Satanists to strike. And, and that's exactly what they're doing. They are striking a soft target to public schools because they know, guess what? 94% of Catholics go to public school. 94% of Catholics go to public school. The Satanists know they can get the vast majority of Catholics uh, and, 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 and destroy their their moral conscience malformed them because most Catholics go to public school. Again, I'll repeat it. 94% of Catholics attend public school. Why? Sometimes our Catholic schools are too expensive. Only non-Catholics can afford them, unfortunately. Also, the Los Angeles Satanic Mass on January 2017, a week before the President Trump uh, presidential inauguration, the Satanic Temple hosted what it billed as the largest Satanic gathering in history, hoping to double the attendance of the 2015 gathering in Detroit for the Baphomet unveiling, who, re who reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name. You had film crews that were on hand to document the event. The, the Satanic Mass... Yeah, it, it was not a Catholic Mass... The Satanic Mass included three parts. Invocation ritual, destruction ritual, and bloodletting ritual. Local, uh, local Los Angeles media was also on hand to cover the event, calling the event a bloody good time. So here's what's funny. The Temple of Satan says, we don't really believe in the devil. Yeah, right. We believe that he's just a mythical a mythical being, and we like that the fact that this mythical being represents uh, rebellion against authority. So my question is, if the temple of Satan says they don't believe in an actual Satan, that he's just a mythical being that inspires them, then why do they have a satanic black mass? Because the Catholic mass is something real. If they don't believe in the devil, why do they have a satanic black mass? I'll tell you why. Satanists understand the power of ritual. Satanists 
understand the power of ritual, much like Jews and Catholics have understood the power of ritual for thousands of years. The Satanists chose Los Angeles for this satanic black mass because the culture of Los Angeles is friendly to Satanists. And many of the rich and famous are avowed Satanists as well. My name is Jesse Romero. I've just been giving you an overview of who the Satanic Temple is. They had a failed conference this weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona. We stood up to them in prayer and in faith and in hope and in witness. We were just simply spotlighting the truth of the Catholic faith upon this culture of death. We are like a lighthouse amidst the gathering storm. And we need to pray America great again. We're all called to be great saints. Don't miss the opportunity. As the Bible says, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. That's what the first Pope said in Acts chapter 2 verse 40. Be saints, Catholics. You weren't made to fit in. You were born to stand out. Remember, Christus vincit. Christ conquers. Christus reinat. Christ reigns. Christus imperat. Christ commands. That's our battle cry throughout history. That's our royal acclamation that Christ conquers, Christ reigns, Christ commands. Christ is the King of Kings. And as Catholics, remember we serve the Virgin Most Powerful, a 12-star general. Pray the Holy Rosary and read the Holy Bible every day. By doing so, you become holier. And you also wound and inflict pain and torment and drive demons away from you and your family. Let's unite our prayers every day to the heel of the Blessed Virgin Mary and to the sword of St. Michael the Archangel. And let's unite our prayers to the mystical body of Christ that flowed on Calvary. That's a wrap, family of God. Don't be discouraged. Wake up, America. Don't hit the snooze button. Up next, Gary Machuda, Hands on Apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. High-level apologetics. We are out. EOW, end of watch. God bless you. Keep the faith. Long live Christ the King. <laughs>